0: This is Defender Radio. Defender Radio is brought to you by Gates Wildlife Control and the Association for the Protection of Fur-Bearing Animals.
1: It's the week of December twenty second, 2014, and this is Michael Howey welcoming you to the Christmas edition of Defender Radio. As things started to wind down at the fur bearers' office last week, we received a surprising piece of mail. The letter was addressed to Adrian Nelson, our Director of Communications. He wasn't sure from whom the letter came, as the return label was only a postal code, H0H0H0. He told me later that the letter also smelled faintly of candy canes and gingerbread, but didn't think much of that at the time. The parchment inside was a simple contract, which read... Whereas magic reindeer are sensitive to the ecological needs of other animals and have suffered in traps used in the process of trapping fur-bearing animals. Whereas worker elves have ethical opposition to the use of fur. Whereas the North Pole Accord of 859 AD requires that no environmental harm occur as a result of celebratory festivities and... Whereas the undersigned magic reindeer, worker elves union representatives, and management, hereinafter referenced as Mrs. Claus, have agreed in principle that Santa Claus shall henceforth cease the use of cruelly obtained fur in his suit, environmentally responsible, recycled, and organic materials shall be used in said suit, and Santa Claus shall officially endorse the Make Fur History campaign of the Association for the Protection of Fur-Bearing Animals. Signatures that appeared to read S-Clause, M-Clause, R-Deer, and F-Jingles were listed. As a group, we discussed what this letter was. A trick from the trappers? A trap from the tricksters? A ruse by Prime Minister Harper, known universally to be on the naughty list? While the discussion went on, I decided to don my old investigative journalist hat and make a few phone calls. What you're about to hear is the unedited recordings of the evidence I collected, with a few well-placed phone calls.
0: Go for Jingles.
1: Uh, is this Mr. Jingles?
0: Look, Stevie, I don't know how many times I have to tell you, you're not getting off the naughty list.
1: No, no, my name's Michael Howey. I'm with the Association for the Protection of Fur-Bearing Animals. Uh, we received an interesting letter this week, and uh... Look,
0: I sent the letter, but you're not supposed to be talking about it. I'm sorry? (sighs) Okay, here it is. A lot of us up here, we're big supporters of what you're doing. But it's important that no one knows we sent the letter. Well, why not? Because it's hard enough trying to keep people thinking Santa isn't real. What What do you mean it's important? Look, is this being recorded?
1: Well, yeah, this is for our podcast, Defender Radio. Really? I love Defender Radio. Well, that's always great to hear. Why don't you share your story with all of our listeners?
0: Look, it goes against all the rules, but seeing as how we only have a few days left until... Well, you know... I suppose it couldn't hurt to fill you in a bit on this. Okay, so who are you? What? What? Who have I called? My name is Franklin Jingles. I'm the head of human-elf relations here in the North Pole, and I'm also the union representative for the Worker Elves.
1: The Worker Elves have a union? Of course, don't you? Okay, Mr. Jingles. Please, call me Franklin. Okay, Franklin, why did you send this letter to us? And can you please confirm that Santa Claus is in fact
0: real? Of course I can confirm Santa Claus is real. Who do you think's leaving all the presents? Parents? That's silly. Now look, Santa Claus is a good man. He's been around a long time. He's seen a lot of things come and go. And some of us elves, well, we started talking about it. And it seems that things have started to change up here at the North Pole. I mean, we got a gust of wind that came up from Nova Scotia, and it was covered in feces. The wind was covered in feces? Things like that happen all the time in the North Pole. The point is, it was coming up from all of those fur farms there. And we started asking some questions. What's going on? Why is there so much feces? And why is it ending up at the North Pole? Those sound like very reasonable questions to me. What did you learn? We found out that there are so many of these horrible farms out there and so much suffering that the world was trying to tell Santa Claus... Well, Santa Claus has been pretty busy trying to keep a, a lid on this whole I-Elf business that came up in the last few years. What's I-Elf? We're not talking about that. Okay. So he's been busy and hadn't had a chance to really take a look around and see what was happening. All he knew was every year, Mrs. Claus got a parcel from down south with his new costume. So we started asking Mrs. Claus, Hey, what's going on with this costume? Is it real fur? She said, of course it is. What else would it be made of? It's Santa's suit. So then we started talking to the reindeer, and the reindeer, well, you wouldn't believe their reaction when they found out it was real fur. They thought they had been dragging around Santa Claus in fake fur after all these years. They had no idea. Now, we've been told this isn't very common down there, but up here, we were all shocked to find out that real fur is still used.
1: Well, well, actually, Mr. Jingles... Franklin. Okay, Franklin, it's actually quite common down here. People are wearing fur all the time.
0: You've got to be kidding me! Well, we'll have to talk about that later. But let me get back to the story. So we talked with the reindeer. They're in shock. We talked with Mrs. Claus. She had no idea. Finally, we confronted Santa. Now Santa, busy guy, nice guy, good man, the whole bit. But he doesn't always have time for ourselves, hence the union. So I says to Santa, Santa, we got to do something. This is not appropriate. And he said, what are you talking about, Frankie? And I said, Santa. Look at this, North Pole Accord, 859 AD. No environmental harm occurs as a result of celebratory festivities. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. We've been running a green operation ever since we got rid of the coal. And I says, look Santa, this fur, it's real. Now at this point, he kind of went wide-eyed and his belly stopped quivering, which up here we know to be a bad thing, but I digress. I tells him, you should go and take a look at this website. It's called Make Fur History. There's these folks down south. They were looking into what's going on, how you're getting this fur, and it's not good. So Santa goes off, checks out this website. We hear crying for days and days and days, and finally he comes out and says, enough is enough is enough. No more will I stand by while innocent animals are slaughtered simply for a bit of fur trim. Now, we all celebrated, even the reindeer. Mrs. Claus, she was a bit indifferent, but hey, she's stuck in her ways. She understands, though, that people are evolving, elves are evolving, reindeer are evolving, and Santa suit, it's gonna be new. So we started looking into options. We found this guy from this website called Discerning Brute, Josh Clatcher. Not on the naughty list, by the way. And he's got all kinds of great environmentally responsible organic and recycled materials we can use. It looks better, it's fire resistant, it keeps the cold out, easy to wash, Mrs. Claus, she loves that part. So here's what we're gonna do. From now on, we're using these materials. Santa is going fur-free. Well,
1: that's great, Franklin. I'm so happy to hear it. But you still haven't really answered my question.
0: Why is it that you sent us this letter? Look, we don't want people knowing Santa is real. If enough people believed in Santa Claus, you know how busy it would get up here. So what we do, we keep it simple. Kids, couple of adults, they all know Santa's real. That gives us the power to make the presents to send them down to the kits. However, we thought, you know, this is a pretty big deal. We need people to know about this. So we put together this contract. We sent you a copy. It's really no big deal. I really don't even know why we're talking anymore.
1: Because you're a big fan of Defender Radio, remember?
0: Radio? What do you mean radio?
1: Well, I'm recording this and we're gonna put it on the radio.
0: You never told me you were recording this.
1: Franklin? Are you there? Shocking, yes. Here I had evidence not only of Santa being alive and well, not only having an advanced and utopian labor system in the North Pole, but of responsible decision-making by a symbol of hope. We have today sent out a press release with this information. We do not know what to expect. Some journalists may choose to disbelieve us. Some may listen to the interview and question it. And others may be too afraid to print the story. But you, our friends and supporters, have heard the truth. Santa is going fur-free. And if Santa Claus, a man who has long stood for compassion, kindness, joy and goodness is going fur-free, shouldn't everyone else? We'll continue to investigate this story Though the phone number we have for Franklin's office has since been disconnected, and no further correspondence has been received. Until 2015, all of us at Bearers want to wish you and yours a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. I'd like to thank Brad Gates of AAA Gates Wildlife Control for his support throughout the year. That's it for this week folks. This is Michael Howie, reminding you to stay informed and stay strong.